Hi guys, it's Amira. Welcome back to A Full Life Podcast. And today is uh, not a podcast I had scheduled, but I actually just put up a once a month grocery haul for Aldi. And I got a lot of questions about how this once a month thing works. Questions and comments, mostly comments about people saying they could never do this because they need to buy the fresh fruit and this and that and the blah, blah, blah. So I said, this might actually be the perfect time to record a podcast episode and explain how to actually shop for once a month when you're number one on a tight budget, number two, uh, you are very adamant about having healthy, nutritious things in your home. And um, number three, when you are short on time, because once a month grocery shopping is my favorite thing to do when I know the month will be super duper busy and I need to not have grocery shopping on my plate. So this is what the podcast episode is going to be all about. If you are new to our podcast, thank you so much for listening. I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Amira Martin, and I blog at 4hatsandfrugal.com, where we teach families how to have fun on a dime, how you can be a baller on a budget, and how to live a full life on less, hence the name of the podcast, A Full Life Podcast. So let's hop right into it. Now, like I said, once a month grocery shopping is something that I gave a go about, it's been almost... Three, no, it's been over three years, excuse me. I tried it in February of 2016. I'm actually looking at the blog post where I wrote about my experience and that's the date that I'm seeing. So February of 2016 and then I've been doing it ever since. It has really changed the game when it comes to our family and me not having the stress of grocery shopping and us using the food that's in the house. So that's another thing. A lot of people love grocery shopping every single week or every couple days, but that's why most Americans waste 40% of the food that they purchase. 40%. I had to look that up because it used to be 30%. Now we're up to 40. Things have got to change. So when it comes to your once a month grocery shopping, you have to keep in mind that yes, you will be shopping for the whole month, but this is going to save you so much food and time and money in the long run, okay? And it can be daunting, but hopefully the way that I explain all of this will help you. When I first tried it, I tried it in a small Aldi, not one of those big giant fancy ones that they have now. So I knew what was in the aisles. I had shopped at that store for a quite a while up until that point so hopping right into a once a month grocery shopping trip wasn't as crazy as it would have if I had tried this at a grocery store that I never frequented so I'm gonna say that as my my tip before the tips only do this in stores where you know the layout you know where everything is you know that you can probably get a plethora of a certain thing that you may need for the whole month only do that do this in those types of stores okay so that's why i chose aldi you don't have to choose aldi but um that's why i chose it so spoiler alert you can tell we really really love once a month grocery shopping (laughs) it's like my favorite thing to do when i can do it now here's Tip number one. Tip number one is think of the meals before you shop. Now, this is completely 
opposite of anything else I say when it comes to meal planning and grocery shopping and saving money. Uh, but this is the only time where you're gonna have to think of the meals before you go grocery shopping. Usually I will tell people who are just starting out um, learning how to grocery shop and how to meal plan, I tell them, go to the store, get the things that are on sale and the things that are at a, a bargain price, discount price, good price, then bring it all home. Then you can figure out your meals from what you got from the store. That's that's an inexpensive way to get a lot of food in your house all at once. And then you can figure out the meals once you get in the house. But in once a month shopping, you really do need to think about the meals at least before you go. Now for us, because I meal plan our year for the most part in a day, that's another fun thing that's coming up here on the podcast. I'm gonna explain how that works. This was not too hard for me. We do the same things pretty much every week, almost every week per season. Uh, so I know in my mind, okay, what season are we, are we in? Okay, we're about to be in fall. Great. So in fall, we like a lot of potatoes and carrots and onions. Um, we're doing mac and cheese Monday every Monday, usually for the fall. So that's 12 weeks of mac and cheese Monday. So I'm going to need more macaroni, more cheese. I'm already thinking of the meals before I go and do the once a month grocery shopping. Because if you think of the meals, you multiply the ingredients times four or five, depending on how many weeks are in the month. There you go. You have your grocery shopping list. Okay. So this is something that you're gonna have to do. The next thing that I'm gonna tell you to do is to add an extra week of groceries. And you're probably like, wait, what? I'm trying to save money. Yes, I know, I know, girlfriend. But here is why I say add an extra week. When you add an extra week, it actually doesn't really change your grocery budget as much. If you're getting the same ingredients, and you're looking at things that are at a decent price and you've already planned out the meals, adding just one more of that ingredient really won't break the bank. And when I say an extra week of groceries, I usually mean like an extra week of dinners uh, because dinners can be then turned into your lunches and breakfasts are, tend to be stretched quite a bit. So think about certain dinners that you can repeat for a fifth or a sixth week. So if you're in a five week month, you're gonna do six weeks worth of groceries, okay? This is also the time where people are like, oh, if I bring in all this food in my house, everybody's gonna eat up all the food. Well, first of all, <laughs> hopefully they don't do that. Um, we've actually tried that and it's very overwhelming to see that much food in the cupboards and in the fridge and in the freezer and our family tends to not overeat because we're like oh my gosh this is a ton of stuff but the extra week of groceries is basically your um your bank so you're kind of banking foods and the extra week of groceries can be all dried foods so non-perishables if you want to uh, but you're banking food so that way you're less likely to go to the store and get things um, the, the thing is, you're probably in an area where you can just run to the store. So you have to imagine it like you're in an area where this is it. I got to get everything that I need right now and I won't be able to come back. And that's the challenge you're going to have to give yourself. But if, by doing that little extra week of groceries, that helps you. It gives you a buffer. Okay, so figure that out. Figure out how you're going to do an extra week of groceries. If you've already planned out the meals, you know what those extra things are. It's just one more thing or one more ingredient per, per meal for you. The next tip is you gotta shop alone. Oh my Lord, 
I don't know how I used to grocery shop with children with me. I don't know how I did that. Uh, I do know I spent money on stuff that we did not need. And then I got home and I was so frustrated because the things that I did need, I ended up not getting because I had someone in tow and they wanted to help and all the other goodness going on there. But for once a month grocery shopping, you really have to concentrate. Like you have to make sure you don't miss getting items. I mean, if you write down your grocery list, you hopefully won't miss anything on your list. But you, you have to concentrate. This is like super important for you to concentrate. Now, here's my bonus tip. You can schedule a babysitter once a month. Come on. You can schedule a babysitter for, let's say, two hours just to give you a little buffer. Once a month. You can do it. You'll already know when you need to shop and you'll already know when you need the help. You can put that out there way in advance so you can get a babysitter. And if you can't get a babysitter, there's another thing you can do. When your significant other comes home, they're relaxed, the kids are all ready for bed, then you go to the grocery store. Get the kids ready in the bed, make sure your spouse is great, then go to the grocery store. Then you have nothing to worry about. Hardly anyone will be in the store. You can concentrate, you can get everything you need, and you'll feel good about it. But I'm telling you, you can't do this with kids in tow. You have to make plans for them to not be with you. So the next thing that I'm gonna tell you is you need to plan your prep work. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this is gonna be, I feel like I'm gonna do a whole nother podcast episode on how to prep your vegetables and your fruits so they last for five to six weeks because this was the thing where everyone was who was commenting they were saying there's no way my my veggies can you know stretch that long they're about two or three weeks in I'm gonna need to go get fresh veggies and I'm like what why what are you picking up that you need fresh I just it confuses me it totally confuses me that this is the um the mindset but you have to figure out what your prep work is going to be. So you're going to have to prep your groceries. It's not something you can get around when you're shopping for the month. You'll have to chop. You'll have to repackage. you got to pre-cook. And you'll probably have to organize a bunch of food all at one time. Now, the bonus tip here is that I want you to think about what you will have to prep while you're packing up your groceries or while the, the cashier is packing up the groceries as you're looking. Um, at Aldi, this makes it easy because you have to pack your own groceries, so you can literally put the things that you have to prep in certain bags, put the things that are going straight in the pantry in other bags, and then it makes it easier for you to come home. So if there's something that you're gonna have to chop up that evening, you gotta put it in its own bag, okay? Um, you can even do this if the cashier is bagging your stuff. When you put it on the belt, put all of the things that you're going to have to prep in the front and then all of that stuff will be in those bags and you'll know okay these are the bags that I need to prep right now the stuff that I don't need to prep can go over here you can even leave it till the next day I know I do that sometimes don't judge me if, if it's a non-perishable sometimes it just sits like sits there until the morning where I can think and put things away but this is I'm telling you this is key this is key because when you get home and then you realize, oh my gosh, I just did all the shopping. I know I'm going to have to prep these things to get it ready for the next three, four weeks. I'm tired now. This is cutting your time in half and it's also getting you to refocus again once you get in the door. So will you have to repackage your chicken and your beef, but not your ground turkey? You're going to place the chicken and the beef in a bag together, like in your, your shopping bag, away from the turkey. 
because the turkey can be thrown right in the freezer, right? So it doesn't need to be near it. All the things that you need to handle and take care of pretty much right away within the next day or two should be in bags and put in, in that certain area so you can just grab it, take care of it that evening when you get home, and then that'll be done. It'll be ready for the month. But also, if you don't wanna prep an item right away, you don't have to. You can wait until the week you actually need it to prep for it. That's another key, you can wait. It's gonna take up a little bit more space in your fridge, but you can wait. And you should be picking up produce that will last, okay? So let's talk about that, that's the next tip. Have a game plan for your produce. This is the biggest problem most people have with once a month grocery shopping. They complain that produce goes bad quickly, so they can't shop monthly. Here's the deal. You still can shop monthly, even with certain produce expiring. Okay, here's a, here's a trick, here's what we do. So we plan our weekly meals around the items that will expire first, second, third, and last. See how I did that? That's four, four, four things, four different groups. So things like avocados, fresh spinach, and bag salad tend to go bad quickly. So we plan the first week's meals around those items. Now here's my tip about fresh spinach. I love me some fresh spinach. This is what we eat in our house. We don't do frozen. We can do it. I just love the idea of fresh spinach. So we spend a little extra money on that. But if you put your fresh spinach, oh, this is my favorite tip, in the back right-hand corner of your refrigerator, that's the coldest area in the fridge, it will last so long. I'm gonna tell you right now, it has shocked me how long it's lasted back there. Another good tip is if you have a big enough mason jar or just any jar, you can put your spinach in a jar, in a glass jar with a paper towel on the bottom and then the spinach will last even longer. You can get it to definitely last four weeks if you do it that way. But my little lazy hack is to put it in the bottom right-hand corner of the fridge where it can stay nice and cold and it doesn't get that nasty little sliminess on the bottom. Um, so that's how we get our spinach to last longer. Avocados, they're just, they're avocados. They're grenades, they're like edible grenades. So you gotta eat those up quickly. But for potatoes, carrots, and onions, they last for a long time. So we place the last week's meals around those items. So potatoes, I actually have a wonderful blog post about how to keep potatoes um, fresh for a long, long period of time. I will link that in the show notes. Uh, so potatoes, carrots, and onions are our fave things when it comes to fall. I always stock up on them. They are always on hand. But I do those last during the last two weeks of the month because they last so long. Um, and that makes me happy and that helps me kind of plan a little bit better for those meals so I can do like a kielbasa and noodles meal, which I use kielbasa, noodles, and carrots in that meal. You could do a baked potato bar within the last two weeks of the month. Um, onions are always gonna last forever, but I could do a lot of soups in the later part of the month as well, because I can do cream of carrot soup, cream of potato soup, um, potato and shrimp chowder. So those things happen later in the month because, again, they last. Bananas go bad before apples, if you didn't know. So bananas get eaten first. Apples can last for a long time, y'all. I've had apples in my fridge for up to two months before. Um, when we went apple picking, we had a ton of apples and they lasted for forever. You just gotta keep them cold. Um, but we do bananas and then we do apples. Now bananas, I've learned how to stretch those as well. I get, for the first week, I'll get a bunch, a bushel of bananas 
that is pretty much ripe right then and there. So then the kids can eat those within week one. Week two bananas are bananas that I get that are green. So they're gonna take a little while to, to ripen, definitely a week. So by week two, those bananas will be ready to eat as well. So that's how I do that now. I also do um, oranges, clementines, cuties. I love to get those because oranges are another fruit that will last a long time as long as you keep them refrigerated. So think about that. You don't have to eat everything right then and there. But if you know that a piece of produce is going to probably go bad, quote unquote, a little bit earlier, make your meal plan around those things during the first two weeks, okay? So you won't have, you just won't have to worry about that. I, I just, I'm passionate about it. I just want to talk about this for days and days, but I realized I just talked about that for about five minutes of the podcast. So we'll move on. Now here's what we learned when we did this the first time. So there were a ton of things that we actually learned about our own family. Uh, and there was so much that I learned about what's really important when I'm doing my once a month grocery shopping trip. I learned that we didn't need as much of some items. <laughs> I really went kind of crazy the first time I did this, but I've learned how to refine that over the years, which has been really helpful. So for instance, we don't need as many apples as I thought, but my kids really love the cuties and the clementines, so does my husband. Uh, avocados, I don't need to go crazy over those. And bananas, I can get, now that I've learned the banana trick, I can get a bunch of those. They're very cheap. So I do. I get a lot. And the thing is, if they get overripe, I can freeze them or I can immediately turn them into banana bread and then the banana bread becomes part of breakfast for week four. See how this all works? Do you see how that all works? Also, eggs. Let's talk about dairy real quick because I didn't talk about that. Things like eggs and milk um, and butter and all of those things that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back and get more of them mid, like mid-month. That's fine if that's how you do it. Our family, we drink almond milk. Um, and when I get regular milk, it's usually for my husband. So what I do is I just look at the expiration date, y'all. You can buy a ton of milk if you want to. If you have the space for it in the fridge, you can get a bunch of milk. You just gotta look at the expiration date. And if you're shopping at a place where the expiration dates aren't very long, that, that might be an indicator that maybe you need to try a different place. Now, how we stretch our, how we used to stretch milk um, when we had regular milk is that, again, I looked at the expiration date, and then if we had to, if that last half of the last week we did without milk, we did without milk. I, there, I just don't, I don't understand the whole idea of having to have a ton of that stuff in the house at all times. Eggs is another one. Eggs last for a long time. You just have to look at the expiration date. Um, a lot of grocery stores are going out of their way to make sure that we have multiple expirations expiration dates excuse me on the shelves so you can even plan it out as you're doing the looking at the expiration dates if you see that a carton of eggs is going to expire in um, two weeks then you get two of those you use the one carton for the one week the one carton for the next week then you're going to shuffle about and you're going to look for one that's going to expire later on in the month those are the ones you're going to get for week three and week four and if it gets around the time where it's expiring time you're gonna freeze your eggs. This is a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> but you can freeze your eggs. You can freeze them whole. You, then you can use them in frittatas and quiches, um, baked goods, 
all of those things. So, and we also love to just go ahead and hard boil them. So we'll hard boil the eggs if it's getting close to the time. And then those hard boiled eggs are used for lunch and for breakfast and they get used up quick. So you don't have to go mid month if you don't want to. But if that's something that you feel like you need to do, I, you can totally do it. Um, but if, I just gave you kind of the hack on how you don't need to go get produce and dairy mid month. <laughs> so sometimes just enough food and not enough food can be two big indicators as well when you're doing your, your once a month grocery shopping. So in our family, we eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> we do. Um, and we love beans. Um, we get on a funny kick about beans. We had a chickpea kick. Uh, we'll do a black bean kick every once in a while. Pinto is always a go-to for us in the house. Um, those are the things that I know I could, I can always buy more of. But they're also inexpensive, which is a bonus. So we don't need as much milk in our house, like I just told you guys. But I have to make sure that there's cheese in the house and that I at least get dried beans of some sort in the in the house for meals. Okay, um, so that's something that we learned about our family. You're going to start figuring out what those things are for you. The, the key here is to try this. Just try it and see how it works out. Try it and see how many weeks you can last off of the food that you got from your once a month grocery shopping. That's the real key. That's the real um secret I think is that you just gotta you gotta dive into this and give it a go and then you'll see how this really works out for you you also had to re really figure out what you guys get tired of um one of the things I figured out is that if I'm making a ton of chicken uh my family gets tired of chicken by week three so I can't have chicken be the meal three or four times every single week. I gotta space it out. And chicken's pretty great. If I get a ton of chicken on a once a month grocery shopping, I can freeze some, I can cook some, and then some can stay raw for that week. So that week's chicken stays raw, so I can bake it or cook it, whatever I need to do, and put it in the uh, instant pot. Then the other weeks, I just, I break it down. Like I told you guys, you gotta prep. So when I prep, I literally prep the chicken for each meal that I want to use the chicken for. Then I make sure that I don't overwhelm my family with chicken because they, they get tired of it uh, if I do it like every other meal. And when I make my meal plan for the whole month, I write in, okay, chicken here. Oh, I can't do chicken again. I got to make sure I wait. So that's how you're, you really need to be thinking about your meals before you do your shopping. You need to be thinking about the things you need to prep when you get home, why all of these steps really work for you. Um, I will also plop this in here. I know we're talking about wholesome foods and nutritious foods, but if you need to get a box something or other, girlfriend, get a box something or other to help you last. Box things and can things. And I'll tell you right now, I don't know why people poo-poo on those things, but if they help you stretch your dollar and help you stretch your once a month grocery shopping, please go ahead and get them. I am a canned pineapple nerd, Stan. Uh, I love canned pineapple personally. I can't have fresh pineapple. I'm actually allergic to it. So I constantly have canned pineapple in my cupboards. And that is sometimes the fruit of the week if for some strange odd reason the fruit doesn't last for us during the month and nobody complains you know why they haven't had canned pineapple the, that whole month so having canned pineapple that last four days they're like oh this is a nice little treat 
and it cost me what 40 cents 40 cents to get the canned pineapple so please don't knock getting boxed and canned items if those things are going to help you stretch the budget please go ahead and do it just get a couple put it in the cupboard and you're fine all right <sighs> goodness gracious this was a long podcast episode i apologize for that but there is a lot to talk about in here i gave you guys a lot of tips on how to make sure that that once a month grocery shopping is stretched to the t also uh, I do want to say that if you guys go to the show notes of this episode, I am linking my once a month grocery shopping um, blog post that I did because it's just it's full. It's chock full of information. Some of it that I said here on the episode, but some of it that I didn't even get to talk to you about just because I don't want this episode to run too long. I also have a full grocery list, cheap grocery list for the whole month on that blog posts it's the bomb like it's long long y'all it is a long grocery list um so go ahead and check that out so that way you can see all of the things that i actually bought during that very first once a month grocery shopping trip and i did include things like um, little snacks and things like that if you are a snacking family because we love to snack too we love chips we love um cereal for cereal saturday so all of those very real things are included in um, that grocery trip so that's it friends hopefully this was helpful for you i hope that this encouraged you to give once a month grocery shopping a go especially if you know your month is going to be super duper uber busy uh this needs to be an option for you so um give it a go try out all these tips and you know what let me know how it goes for you i'm so curious you can find me on facebook in our facebook group we have a wonderful group of about 17 to 8 i think it might be at 1800 women by now on facebook it's called a full life unless we would love to have you there uh you can also find me on instagram i am amira martin underscore on instagram but if you just type in amira martin you'll see my uh, smiling face pop up and you can just click that right there uh, and send me a message send me a dm and we can talk like literally talk for hours about this i am a geek about it i would love to geek out with you about it uh, and that's it friends i can't wait to uh, talk to you again in our next episode and as always i hope you continue to live your full life on less.